0: Ladies and gentlemen, we have a very interesting show here today. Today. Let's broaden our minds. I want a cheeseburger. I want a milkshake. I want tasty
1: arts and entertainment. You like it?
0: There is an academic type of word I can apply: verisimilitude.
1: Holy moly! I'm
2: hot today.
1: It is Let's Talk Arts and Entertainment on WMAY, now broadcasting at 92.7 FM, still as well on 94.7 and 9.70 AM. Got a great show today, Episode 3 of State of the Arts. Then I was briefly on the morning news feed, remembering Chadwick Boseman, the wonderful actor in Black Panther, 42, a couple other movies, died of colon cancer over the weekend, unfortunately. Then Way Out Wednesday, the latest edition of that. And then bottom of the bargain bin with Disney's Dinosaurs. First, state of the arts. Ask you about Songs for a New World. The cast is back rehearsing now?
3: They are. We're we're planning on taping the show on September twelfth, Saturday, September twelfth. And then once we get it in the can and then we'll do the post production work on it, then we're hoping to have um, dates at the end of September when we can make the show available in Frunham. It won't be a live stream, but it will be a pre-recorded streaming. And probably it'll be the last weekend in September when it's free. But we just want to make sure that with, you know, everything that's going on right now, that the cast isn't exposed to anybody and that they're all safe. And so we want to get it in the can, as they say, first. And then we'll, you know, do the heavy publicity push to let everyone know about the status of the production and when they can view it and how they can view it
1: all right that sounds really good i'm as as, as i'm sure you're excited to see and i am also excited to see it so it'll be it'll be nice yeah, to- i mean
3: it's an amazingly talented group of people we have uh, craig williams the second directing with uh, damian kaplan and justin carter from channel 20 news we have jasmine french and mary kate smith too well they're all powerhouse singers um jasmine was the lead in our memphis last year and was fantastic she was and mary kate has been starring in shows around the area for a while now of course and she is just an amazing talent and we're so fortunate that all four of them are joining in together to do this production we're making it safe we're we're not going to have an audience in the theater we're we're taping it as a show and then we'll we'll stream it at the appropriate time just to you know, have some new content, new local content, but in a very safe way for this uh, this new world that we live in. So, songs for a new world takes on two meanings there.
1: Yes, it does. And you mentioned Memphis there. Um, it, I also saw recently, um, on Facebook, um, the you know a year ago, uh, this you know around this time is when that show was, and uh, shared some right. uh, videos of that production. And if you guys either didn't get a chance to see it or saw it and obviously want to see it again because it was really good the some of the clips uh at least one of the clips i saw of the songs was there and it's um uh it is there was an absolutely wonderful production and it was it was so good and yes everyone and it was so great jasmine
3: well you know it was an and important J- production it was. um it was. just it was. because of the the subject matter um dealing with with race and it was set in the 1960s but as we've discovered, it just could be said at any time because it's still so, unfortunately, still so relevant. And it was just an amazingly powerful show. We had a, a just a fantastic reaction to it. Reggie Guyton was our director, and he did a fantastic job. And um, we were really proud of the fact that we had, for the artistic team involved, we had um, a completely um, a people of color on the um, the artistic side of things, the choreographer the vocal director the music director the set painter and um and you know it was just a, a great group of people who came together to put on this wonderful show and we were so proud that it happened here at the hoagland
1: yes because it was that wonderful show and um and the talent and it's, it's, oh my gosh God, the voices
3: oh my, yes jasmine I mean, french and casey
1: cantrell and uh, um, June
3: Chappelle and, and just uh, Alex Glover, just these enormously talented individuals who have brought so much joy to our local arts community um, and, and then brought this important show together with such heart. And uh, Justin Carter also was in that, and Justin just blew the house off the... Blew the roof off the house, as it were. Yeah. Um. That's the saying I should say. Yeah. And all, all of them did, and they all just were powerhouses and a, a very, very um, fondly remembered production, not only by me and the, the staff here, but by so many who saw it in the audience.
1: Yes, and and when the when the audience is able to come back physically into the Hoagland and the actors and everybody involved with productions, uh, right? You guys are still. You guys are still plugging away at the um, at the you know fixing up, uh, cleaning up the stage and everything. And I've I've saw some pictures, and so you guys are because um, I mean I saw the pictures, you know of the uh, of yeah the floor of the stage. But uh, what else has been going on uh, there?
3: Well, you know where the building is operating um, kind of slowly right now. We're not open to the general public, but we have twenty over twenty different resident organizations who have space or use space here at the Hoagland, and then countless people who rent space each year. The people who are resident groups, um, they've been coming in, they've been working. The ballet company has been in rehearsal, even though they don't have any performances planned at the moment, um, they're making their decisions about uh, the nutcracker coming up pretty soon. Um, the, the youth symphony is geared up again and they're they're starting to rehearse within the next week or so. So we're all doing this slowly and carefully and safely and we're, we're dipping our toe into the water just to just to at least let the, the performers and the students get back into the rehearsal process even though we don't have the opportunity for any big performances yet um, you know that doesn't mean you ever stop learning so that's taking place and while the building is so empty um, otherwise we are taking the opportunity to do some much needed repairs that we just weren't able to do when the building was open all the time and people were coming and going, and we never had the chance to have a month off to strip and wax the stage and and restain it and all of that. So we're we're using our time well, and in addition to just continuing to raise money so that we will be here when this whole coronavirus mess is over with. But, yeah, we're doing fine. We're doing fine. We're still hanging in there, and um, like I said, we're just trying to make the most out of the time we have.
1: Yes, absolutely. and You guys are doing a great job with it. Um, I, you, you told me uh, something briefly right before we went on air of a production, and this is this is going more, you know, globally uh, in terms of what's going on with theater. A, a production of uh, an, an adaptation of Sleepless in Seattle that is on um, right on stage. Well, um, there's that's a new production,
3: um, Kevin, that just opened yesterday, I believe, or like, let's see, September first. It opened on September 1st um, in London. It is the first indoor musical that has been staged. Pardon me. I'm getting choked up just thinking about the return to theater. Um, But it's the first indoor musical that's being staged in London. And they have taken so many precautions. The cast is getting tested each and every day when they come into the theater. They have something called Franked, or the Fast, Reliable, Accurate, Nucleate-based kit for COVID-19 diagnostic detection. Mm. And so every time the cast, musicians, crew, and staff come into the building, they're being tested. Um, they've socially distanced the audience. The producers have said, this isn't going to make any money because it's impossible to make money with just a fourth of a house.
1: Yeah,
3: But it's more of a, hey, we're still here. We will be back kind of thing. And it's, it's being, you know... Received pretty enthusiastically. The reviews have come in. And, you know, fans love that Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan movie from the 90s. Oh, yeah. Nora Ephron was the writer. And they've turned it into a musical. And of all the movies you could turn into a musical, that's probably a pretty good one. Oh, yeah. And as, as far as the pandemic is concerned, the two leads don't get together till the very end. So that also keeps them pretty safe yeah. along the way. But, you know, they're, they're making a brave or foolish move, depending on your point of view, by by putting this show on, and it looks like a normal production. The direction has kept the actors apart, but they occasionally have to hug, or, you know, so forth and so on. But they're they're thinking it through and, and trying to offer something more as a sign of hope than anything else, I think. But um, And I think the reviews have really reflected that. Even the reviews that don't care for the show that much have said they're so thankful to have something to see again. So, I'm offering hope and a rom com <laughs> in yeah. London, you'd have to fly to London to see it. And that's a whole different socially distanced kind of experience that I don't know if a lot of us are willing to take right now. Getting on an airplane.
1: Yeah, we'll be right back. Now back to state of the arts, but uh, you, I, it makes me wonder if the, um, if it is a, if the production is very successful. Um, and I mean, I know they said they aren't in it to make money. They just want to, you know, put on a show. But if that production ends up being successful, I wonder if there's going to be any more, uh, in that similar fashion or even if the musical itself is so popular that maybe it's something because their rights of recording stuff is a little more lenient. Right. Maybe over there they record that and release and say, Hey, this is a, this was done during uh, the pandemic. And, you know, maybe that'd be another way to get these.
3: I I haven't heard that, but that is definitely a possibility. I think the show is scheduled to run through September 27th, I believe. And, you know, this is such a popular title that I know we'll see it in the States at some point. It okay. will probably be very popular with community theaters and um, touring productions. So I, I, I imagine we will see this at some point, um, either streamed somewhere yeah, um, or on stage at, sometime in the future. Because, you know... Sleepless in Seattle is is a very popular movie, and I think there's a lot of uh, people who would be interested in seeing the stage version of that. There's been a lot of that going on lately, you know, with Beetlejuice and Flashdance and Footloose and Ghost the Musical. So many popular, Tootsie was a musical, um, Mrs. Doubtfire. They're really, the composers and lyricists right now on Broadway are turning to popular movies, from the 90s, it seems, yeah. 80s and 90s, and, um, you know, trading on that nostalgia. And for the most part, even if they're not great works of art, they've done pretty well and have made money while touring the country. Um, I mean, I'd like to see Beetlejuice the musical. Me I think too. that'd be fun. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe someday we will. Maybe, yeah. Again. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, and, interesting. speaking about movies and musicals, it seems that... uh. And I don't know when the I I don't have it down right here when the date I guess they were looking at putting uh this together on um on streaming services or even in theaters but it looks like they are really fast tracking and picking up the Dear Evan Hansen movie as they've had right. casting updates very uh very periodically as of recent and they've also been talking and this I think before the pandemic they might have been talking about the Once on This Island movie that they're doing for Disney Plus but I, I'm wondering if um. If, uh, with, you know, with uh, not as many productions going on during the pandemic, if some of these movies or even filmed version of shows are going to, um, if something like Diana, the musical on Netflix, if they are able to get that off the ground, if that's gonna, um, if right. That's going to maybe fast track, I don't know, some of these movie or filmed versions if we're going to see something that is like a, maybe not not Wicked, or maybe just some musical movie that's been in development hell forever and that they want to get it out. I mean, I'm, right. I don't know. Well,
3: I think with the Diana musical we talked about last time, um, I think they're planning on, on releasing that and streaming that in the spring of 2021. And, you know, my question is, And I think this is the question everyone has. How long is the pandemic going to last? And then when can we actually get into the theaters again? Yeah. Um, And with the Dear Evan Hansen movie, with the stars there lining up for that, including Julianne Moore and Amy Adams and Ben Platt, who, of course, originated the role on Broadway, and his father is a producer of the movie. So make of that what you will.
1: Yeah. (laughs) yeah.
3: It could be nepotism at the highest order, but he was... Great, and won the Tony Award, I believe, for that production on Broadway. Um, And he's certainly a big star, and if his dad is a producer, hey, that's great. Um, Although he might be a little old to play a high schooler right now. Don't know about that. Well,
1: I mean, you know, we've we've all seen the movie version of Grease. I mean, they could (laughs)
3: exactly (laughs) playing with a 35-year-old Rizzo, sure. You're right, so that that should be just fine. But, you know, Julian Moore and Amy Adams, I, I think they're turning this into... You know, a, a, a full-out movie as opposed to a staged production that's filmed. Yeah. And I, I imagine they'll wait for a release. Although Mulan is coming out. Um, yeah. that re- when will that come out? Friday, I think?
1: I think so, yeah. That's coming out. And that's that's an interesting one with Disney Plus. Because that, that one is actually, even though you pay for the subscription, that one's going to cost an extra $30 to watch it now. Or I think you can wait till wow. December. And it'll be free right. on, in December. But, yeah. So, um, you know.
3: Well, you know, they have to. They've poured so much money yeah. into these movies, and they can't distribute them in the way they normally would. And so they're probably losing a fortune right that, now. So that I don't be, blame them for trying yeah. to, to make money off something they've already poured so much money into. I don't know what the budget was for that, but I would imagine... Hundred million was, uh, or more. It was quite a bit. Probably and, more.
1: So God, that movie. That movie went through so many problems before the pandemic. Anyway, so yeah, I mean, I'm sure. Right. They that, they need to do something on that movie. Yeah.
3: Well, it's exciting to to hear that several projects are 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 going to see the light of day. I mean, like the changing the topic a little bit to the Walking Dead series, uh, mm-hmm. Fear the Walking Dead, and the new Walking Dead uh, spinoff are both coming out in October. Um, the Mandalorian will be premiering on, what is it, October 30th
1: mm-hmm.
3: yeah. um, on Disney+. Plus. So they already had that in the can before the pandemic. So there is going to be some new material out there. We're not going to be watching the same old repeats. Right. So that's good. And, it- uh, you know, streaming services have been kind of the savior of this thing, at least for people who, who want new material to watch and enjoy in the arts and netflix and hulu and uh disney plus and all the other peacock and all the other channels that have started um certainly have put a lot of uh, good content out there
1: yeah um yeah definitely the um you know new 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 content even i just saw recently um i watched the uh the new bill and ted movie uh which was uh pretty good right Uh, i mean i enjoyed it how Um, was it it's i it's fun it's very um it's very on the nose it's a lot like the uh first movie and i mean it's you know it's it's goofy like bill and ted fun you know not not some you know amazing you know whatever but i mean it's it was it was fun so i mean you know stuff like that you know you yeah, know, so you know things are coming out. And well, I think you it's know, it, up. in this time, I would
3: suggest that having a movie that's just fun is probably a good idea. That's what I loved
1: about it. Yeah, it was just like this is you know you can just watch you know hey excellent you know Bill and Ted going through time and <laughs> yeah oh it's great yeah right. Uh, well, so much
3: of what we watch on television right now can make us mad or scared or angry or anxious or whatever. Um, having something where we can just sit back and enjoy the stupidity of it, There, there is something to be said for that.
1: There is. There absolutely is. <laughs> um, so, uh, so, so, Gus, if people want to uh, get in contact with um, you, get in contact, or follow the Hoagland, uh, anything you guys are doing, uh, what is the best way to do that?
3: Well, you know, Facebook is a wonderful method to get in touch with us, and uh, we, we try to put out new notifications when things are coming up, so our Facebook page, Hoagland Center for the Arts, is a great way to get information. Um, of course, we also talked about last week or the week before about the Springfield Theater Center, and they have a production that is uh, called The Spirit of Lincoln. Yes. It's a Ken Bradbury show, and they have started in rehearsals for that and are working hard. Um, they, are, they are still determining how they will stream that and the exact dates of the streaming, at, at least At the time that we're talking, I I haven't heard those dates yet. So they're still working on that. Um, Again, the primary concern, keeping everyone safe. And uh, so some of these productions you'll see will probably be a little less dynamic than normal with blocking and movement and choreography and so forth. They might be a little more static in some cases. Uh, At least, I I don't know about Spirit of Lincoln, but Songs for a New World, some of the numbers will be done in more of a concert style, um, just to, to remain as safe as possible. But I think people understand that, understand the restrictions we're all working under and I hope, I hope we'll be forgiving if something isn't quite as, um, fully staged as they might have seen in the past, but there'll still be plenty of great movement and, and, and fun, you know, choreography and direction and so forth. But it might be a little different looking, at least as we, you know, start trying these these uh, early
1: things. Yes. Going to break for news, then we come back remembering Chadwick Boseman
2: joined by w m a y entertainment editor Kevin Hart is with us Kevin good Hello. morning. how are you sir? I'm doing good Chris how are you doing? Uh, not bad we want to talk a little bit about uh, some of the things going on because we we had a couple of huge things in the entertainment world obviously uh the first being the death of chadwick bozeman yeah and uh i i I didn't even know he was sick I Me neither I, I had no idea I don't know if he if he hid this from people or what but he uh, did
1: apparently i mean he 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 didn't want people to know so he yeah he he had he was diagnosed with stage three colon cancer, like in four years tw- ago in yeah, 2016. 2016 yeah. So he so he had colon cancer while he was filming a lot of movies, including Black yeah. Panther, which if you, anybody saw it on TV last night, you know, huge action movie, you know, and he's, you know.
2: exactly, yeah, jeez, it's 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 well, basically these this is what, uh, the, and, and again, this is the most loved tweet of yeah. all time on Twitter. Um, I'll read it to you. It was with immeasurable grief that we confirm the passing of Chadwick Boseman. Chadwick was diagnosed with stage 3 colon cancer in 2016 and battled with it these last four years as it progressed to stage 4. A true fighter, Chadwick preserved through it all and brought you many of the films you have come to love so much. From Marshall to Defy Bloods, uh, August Wilson's uh, Ma Rainey's uh, Black uh, Bottom and several more, all were filmed during and between countless surgeries and chemotherapy. It was the honor of his career to bring uh, King T'Challa and the Black Panther to life in the Black Panther. Uh, he died at his home uh, with his wife and family by his side. The family thanks you for your love and support. You know, I mean, unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, mean, we really hadn't seen anything like that I, since I, since Patrick Swayze, I think. You know, and we knew about his sickness when he did that. Uh, he did that uh, show for uh, what was it A uh, and E or something? Yeah, that he did for a year. You know the detective show or whatever that mm-hmm. he did while he was sick with cancer.
1: Yeah, but I mean I did not when when this because it came late Friday night and I saw that like on Facebook and I mean you know me kind of cynically I I thought the first one I saw was a joke. I'm like okay because you see those posts people try to make funny things it's like no okay. Yeah, whatever. But then the more I kept seeing it, and then it was popping up as like a you know like a news alert, like Chadwick Boseman has died at 43. I'm like, oh my god! And then it's yeah, he had cancer, and I mean, geez, I it, it, it is one of those, and it is devastating to so many people. I mean, I have so many Facebook friends who their kids or even them, uh, they looked up so much to him and black panther and that it was mean, a
2: great film it way, was yeah.
1: see i watched it last night i didn't watch the whole thing because um right when it started i was prepping some things for the week transferring some tapes that sort of thing and um i came downstairs my parents were watching and i'm like oh yeah black panther and like i stood there like with my drink in my hand I, like watched the entire rest of the movie because there was no commercials in it so i just like watched the whole thing i'm like god this was such a good movie yeah. and i can't believe that he's gone at 43
2: yeah That's yeah it is horrible amazing. and the other part of it too was he he always seemed to take time for his fans, yeah. And and one of the bits that kept playing over the weekend was the one he did on the Tonight Show, where where Jimmy Fallon brought in a bunch of fans and mm-hmm. talked to him or whatever. And then all of a sudden out comes Chadwick, you know. And he's just like, yeah. you know, surprising people behind the curtain or doing whatever he could. You know, he 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 genuinely loved, and and I think that you know, especially with all the other superheroes, you know, basically came in with their own uh, tributes to him as far as uh, what they thought about him. And one yeah. of the things that kept resonating with everybody that worked with him is what an incredibly nice guy he was.
1: Yeah. I mean, he was... You know he, yeah. There, you know. Some, sometimes you'll see some of the some of the actors. They'll be like, you know, I'm no, I'm so good, and I just do my thing. Yeah, you like know. Mark
2: Wahlberg. You
1: know, it's <laughs> yeah, like, Marky Mark. He's always. Yeah. but
2: I, uh, I, I started when I started watching Wahlbergers, You know, it's like <laughs> I I thought, yeah, because I love Mark Wahlberg's movies and stuff. It'd be cool to see this, but I, I, I can see quickly that he's kind of a Hollywood jerk, and the rest of his brothers are cool. You know. It's like
1: uh, Yeah, but no, yeah, he was so nice. He said he was always, you know, he he would always do the Wakanda salute. With all of the, his fans and you know out outreach and all that sort of stuff. I mean, he was yeah, he was genuinely such a good guy and such a great actor. I'm I'm ashamed to say I haven't seen a whole lot of his other movies. I really want to see Forty Two. I heard that was an amazing movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I. I mean, he was a great guy, and it's—I mean,
2: yeah, it's, forty-three. It's, yeah, well, yeah, I, I, listen, how does this resonate to you though, personally? Because you know, I'm, people know you too as a very accomplished actor around town. You yeah. know, I mean, you've done many yeah. productions and stuff. You've lent a few and whatever. What is it like? To try to go on stage like what he did, uh, you know, obviously you don't know because you don't have cancer or anything like that, but, but when you're not feeling great, how tough is oh, it to do I, the Oh, it's,
1: it's terrible. I've, I went um a couple years ago, it was a little shop of horrors, and I had a, um my knee was like bothering me, and I mean, you know, that's not anything close to, you know, cancer, but my knee, like, you know, I could barely, it was, it was hard to like sit down and stuff on stage, you know, and I'm just like, oh, you know, but I, I could not even imagine, you know, having to go through, you know, all sorts of treatments and and surgeries and it's, yeah. you know, it's, you know, if, you know, and especially, you know, so, like something like Muni or theater in the park, you're outside, it's really hot, you know, sometimes you do a show inside, uh, there's air conditioning, but no, it's, I mean, I, I cannot even imagine how like hard it must have been for him to, eat. and doing doing action scenes like in Black Panther and Avengers and guy he I mean he is I mean so strong for being able to do all that.
2: Yeah, unbelievable. Chadwick Boseman at 43. We lost him over the weekend. 948 here at News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. We're joined by Entertainment Editor Kevin Hart. And Kevin, let's talk a little bit about the MTV Music Awards. Big Night for Lady Gaga.
1: Yeah, she won the Best Artist.
2: Yeah, she, she won that. She uh, um, took over a number of awards. And she uh, was the winner of five, as a matter of fact, in the first Tricon Award. This was an award uh, for basically her uh, music, Film career and activism mm. you know all three you know, oh, they yeah. Did that yeah uh Gaga said she failed multiple times as a musician and actress, but noted how philanthropy has become a big part of her career you know and, and it has too uh another one of the big winners was Taylor Swift getting a win for direction of a, of a video yeah. That's which was something cool. new for her. I don't think she'd done that before. And no, her think first so. time out, and she gets that too, you know, for direction too. And uh, she also talked about the re- relationship that she had uh, with Ariana Grande and making that song, you know, uh, "Rain on Me." Mm-hmm. Uh, she did a great one. And then one of the artists that that I thought was really great and deserving a Best New Artist. And you know, for those of you not up on contemporary music, go ahead when you get a chance on YouTube and look up Doja Cat. Oh yeah, you know, she has. Uh, well, first of all, her first single. You know, is almost like a disco record. I mean, I mean, I think she really appeals well to the masses all the way through because you listen to the beat and it and it's just it's a disco beat. You know, and it's a good song and she can sing really well. And you know, she's had a couple of hits and she's pretty good and she's on her way and she got best new artist. Yeah, yeah, she was able to uh, tell everybody about the award last night and uh, here's how that went with her. All right say thank you to my fans me on social media is one thing because i will joke and i will meme all day but when i stand here right now and tell you that i'm so thankful to have you as supporters the fact that this happened and you are a huge part of that means everything to me and i'm not gonna cry but um i love you and thank you and uh (laughs) Stay safe. And thanks, Mom.
0: There you Aww, go. Gotta I love that. make sure that. you
2: thank Mom at the end. Yeah. Yeah. I like her. Doja cat. Make sure you look her up a little bit. Yeah. All right, Kevin, listen, thanks so much. We appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you for All having right. me on. You bet. Good.
1: And now the latest edition of Way Out Wednesday with me and Mike. Or is it Mike and I? Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Way Out Wednesday. I'm Kevin. I'm Mike. And this will be another edition of Way Out Wednesday. On a Wednesday for you to have some stories that are way out for your Wednesday, just to drive that point home. Yeah,
0: stories to wow you, as it were. Wow aware. you. Wow! Uh, we, we start with moving's always terrible. No one likes moving. Yeah. But this one kind of takes the cake. There is a couple over in Europe. They are nudists, Want to hire some movers, but the catch was... You had to do the moving while nude yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you listen to Johnny and myself, uh, we've always talked about there's good nude and bad nude in the world. <laughs> yeah. Bad nude is a man bending over to pick up an ottoman nude to carry it yeah. onto a moving truck. Hey, can you that's spot me? Ba- that's some bad nude.
1: Yeah, can you they listen? Can you support me? No! No! No.
0: Watch those dishes; they're very yeah. fragile. Yeah, watch, watch out. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't want anything going on with that.
1: No, but I know some of you out there watching this probably are just like, "Okay, where can, where can I
0: find? There's a kink. There's a kink for everyone. Yeah, this one just mm, not good news. Yeah, just
1: uh, I don't know. It it doesn't move me the same way that Man, other. Well, may get some excited know. to move, so, as yeah.
0: it were. All right, <laughs> and what do you got for us, Kevin?
1: So, so. Speaking of snakes, I'm kidding. Oh, uh, hey, oh, good segue. <laughs> yeah, uh, this uh, this woman blocked her toilet because there was a family of snakes living it. I got a snake in my boot. You remember that? From toy yeah, store? yeah, for a Toy Story. Yeah, yeah. I got a snake in my toilet. No. Did
0: it say when she happened upon knowing the snakes were in the toilet? Because there's a big difference. <laughs> if if you notice it beforehand, that's probably for the best. If you actually sit down and then the snake appears. Um, then you got problems. Well, she re- now you have to hurry things up because I don't know if I can finish my business with a snake down there.
1: Yeah, and it's, you know just hanging out. Hello. But uh, no, they. Sh- she realized she's like, hmm. This toilet doesn't work. It's just backed up. I don't know what's going on with it. And um, we. She removed the lid and we got this picture here, and this is terrifying oh, anybody. Oh yeah, this is yeah. It's uh, uh. the snakes. Were oh, just,
0: so they yeah they were in the backside. They were yeah in they the were. Bowl.
1: No, they they were just chilling, just you know. Ugh. No just hanging you. out, you yeah. know. No, th- no, thank you. So, uh. so oh. he, so she eventually got him, but uh, got him out of there. And they were non-venomous, so you know, thank one, a that. whole lot of danger. But I mean, if there was a snake in my house, let alone in the toilet, I would just be. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, thank you on that one. Yeah. Uh, you know, pride in your work is very important. No matter <laughs> yes, what it you, is. Do, no matter what you do. In your line of, of business, and your line of work, you want to take pride in what you do, which yes. is why we now have the second annual International Gra- Grave Digging Championships. Mm. I couldn't even say it. I, it. It's hard for me to believe there actually is such a thing. No, but, but the Grave Digging Championships, I thought for the most part, those are done by machines. But no, they're still the Grave Diggers that we've seen in movies before. Um, Eleven two-member teams from Slovakia, Poland, and Hungary uh, took part in this. And basically, they had to dig the best grave uh, in the fastest time using only shovels and picks. Hmm. Now, also, it had to be certain specifics. Apparently, the perfect grave has to be 5 feet deep, 6.5 feet long, and 3 feet wide. Mm. Just for future reference. in case Not that you would ever judge it for yourself, because your grave will probably be filled by you, not judged by you. But long story short, some great names here. Congratulations to the champions, Slovakian Brothers. Ladislav and Sabada Mm Skladan, 43 and 41 respectively they buried the competition (laughs) Get pun there dad jokes by digging a perfect grave in 54 minutes. Hey, that's so congrats to old Ladislav and Sabada Yeah, good job there my friends
1: good job good job so last week Yes. We gave you a bit of uh, advice on how to get a man. If
0: nothing else, you got some advice from 1950. From
1: yes, from 1958, you have some decades old advice. Got a couple more of them here and uh you can judge for yourself if these I I, I some of these are a little ladies, out there.
0: This is a segment just for the ladies. It's right
1: just here. for the ladies and okay. s- and some men, but you know. Anyways, uh join a hiking club. That's one of them. Okay. I guess. Uh take up golf and go to different golf courses. All right. All right. That's fine. I guess. So, so, somebody went to the future and watched Caddyshack. I don't know.
0: I guess so. Or they're telling ladies they need to know how to use the wood off the tee. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Take several short vacations at different places rather than one long one at one place. I mean. Okay. That's. I, I don't. I don't know how that's. It's you know. Like weekend getaways. Yeah. I mean, that just seems like a like a good the idea. This one is terrible. It is. <laughs> they're trying
0: to pick up Forrest Gump?
1: They're trying, or they're trying to pick up Mary Poppins. You know, sit on a park bench and feed the pigeons. Feed Eat the, the pigeons. Birds, for day. No, 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 no. no. to
0: pick so. up a uh, crazy pigeon lady is from Home Alone too. It's yeah, terrible.
1: <laughs> and he, he, here's here's a nice, here's an easy one that maybe anyone can okay. do. Take a bicycle trip through Europe. I was just kidding. Yeah, no. We can't even go to awful. Europe anymore. Uh, get a job in a medical, dental, or law school. Okay. right.
0: a woman who has her own means of uh, career.
1: Yes, go you. Uh, Become a nurse or airline stewardess. Ooh. Travel
0: and take the smaller vacations, but I probably shouldn't be saying stewardess anymore. It's a a slight attendant, thank you. Yes, it's a
1: little little, uh, not on the, yeah. Uh, Ask your friend's husbands who the eligible men are in their offices.
0: Yeah, sending people up never works. That's creepy.
1: Uh, and then be nice to everybody. They may have an eligible son or brother.
0: Yeah, don't be nice just to be nice, which is what you should be doing. Of course. Make sure you're nice for ulterior motives to yes. show just how nice a person you really are.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh,
0: that says it all. I think that's a great place to end it. I think it. I think Slav and Sabada have come in to take care of the rest of this segment.
1: Yep. <laughs> so that uh, that digs the uh.
0: The proverbial you know what? I you know what, I don't have a
1: I don't have a segue for that. I just yeah, <laughs> no
0: you know what? I think in the interim as we sign off, I think I'm gonna get ready to answer that ad for the movers.
1: Okay. So that I sounds gonna cut this off. That here. sounds Wow, good. wow. I'm Kevin. I'm Mike. And this is Way Out Wednesday. Take a short break, we're gonna come back with Disney's dinosaurs on bottom of the Bargain Bin. It's time for Bottom of the Bargain Bin with Kevin Hart. Welcome back to Bottom of the Bargain Bin. Dinosaurs have always been cool and a fascinating part of both science fiction and history. In 1993, one movie changed everything. Jurassic Park. A great story and acting all around, but those dinosaurs are still incredible, and a masterful mix of computer-generated effects and practical special effects on par with and in some ways surpassing the T-1000 in Terminator 2. Like any good and innovative idea in Hollywood, everybody wanted a spot at this fishing well of money. One of the most egregious examples of this is the 1998 Godzilla movie, which was less a Godzilla movie and more a, hey, we want to do Jurassic Park 2! I may look at that movie sometime, but that's not why we're here. Why we're here is if you had a kid in 2000, or you were a kid in 2000, I bet you remember this hand puppet from McDonald's. Believe it or not, this horrifying dino puppet was actually from a movie. Now, Recently, I did a poll on Instagram, and people seem to remember this movie, but not everyone saw it. And most who saw it said that they liked it as a kid, but probably wouldn't like it now. A few flat out hated it then too. So, is this a hidden gem or is it a relic of early CGI movies? Well, let's take a look. Okay, so I knew literally nothing about this movie before watching it. I was expecting this to be some March of the Penguins National Geographic type movie, and it kind of starts out like that, little baby Moses' egg traveling down the river. It's not until about eight minutes in, we see where this movie is going to go. The egg is found by these monkeys who... Oh, they can talk, huh? Sydney, it's not safe.
0: Oh, I always have to go and stuff's happening.
1: Well, this is a kid's movie. (gasps)
0: Look.
1: <gasps> what? Hey, that was my reaction too. This is the Brainchild of Phil Tippett and Paul Verhoeven while they were working on RoboCop. So, I guess we know where they got the idea to make this a little more violent but they didn't get it off the ground themselves, of course, until about 15 years later. That was Ralph Zondag and Eric Layton. Hope I said those names right. So, baby Moses, his real name's Aladar, but the parallel is very on the nose. I'm gonna keep calling him Moses. Moses is raised by these monkeys, and they're on their way to this mating festival where, once again, the only dinosaur is left out. But that's okay, one day he'll find his true love Oh! Just kidding. There goes the dinosaurs. Wait, what the hell is this? This is a kid's movie! Oh, it's PG? Well, so is Spaceballs, I guess.
0: My hair! He shot my hair! Bitch!
1: But seriously, damn, this movie takes a dark turn fast. Well, now it's time for Moses to make his exodus across the desert to the promised land. So, not all the dinos or species are dead. There's a gang of dinosaurs led by this a-hole.
0: Let the weak set the pace. Now, there's an idea. Better let me do the thinking from now on, Aladar. Hey, they need help back here.
1: Watch yourself, boy. But then we meet his sister.
2: Don't worry. That's how my brother treats newcomers. No
0: matter how charming they are.
1: (sighs) On their way to the Promised Land, they think they're gonna find some water, but it looks like the meteor wiped that out too. But they're of course able to dig into the ground, but watch out! Survival of the fittest! The girl Dino sees Moses looking after the helpless and strikes up a conversation. Look, Nira, we watch out for each other.
0: We all stand a chance of getting to your nesting grounds. You sound so sure.
1: I'm not. But it's all I know. So, um, oh, water. Smooth. Aww we have love we have conflict but what about the humor is monkey family supposed to be the comic relief supposed to being the key phrase
2: girls i'm known as the professor of love and school's in session <laughs> yeah i still got it
1: and special effects may be dated but a lot of effort clearly went into this, and I gotta commend them, cause obviously I wouldn't be able to do anything like this. And you know what? I can tell that this is where most, if not all, the effort went because this story! This writing! Oh my god, minus the credits, this movie barely makes the 80 minute mark. The story is very, very predictable. Uh, Aside from the Moses parallel, Kron is saved by Aldar where they're hiding from some other killer dinosaurs. He's all, Why did you save me? And Moses says something like, Oh, I'm just naturally good. I don't know, but it's pretty sappy. But, as luck would have it, they make their way to the nesting grounds, the promised land I was talking about, and, hey, I've seen this one before. Hmm. But... Part of the path is blocked, and Moses goes to warn Kron, who is off on his own. Now, Kron is tired of this goody two-shoes getting in his way, and he loses it and tries to kill Moses. But his sister, Nera stops him, only for him to get attacked by another killosaurus rex. And Moses saves the day, and all is well, except Kron dies. And everybody lived happily ever after, except everyone who died at the beginning.
0: Come on! Go! Go! Come on! Back! Shereen! Back! Back! Shereen?
1: Back! Sorry, where are you? Oops. Can I recommend this movie? Not anymore. I mean, in 2000 or 2001, it'd be a cute, yet intense, kids' movie, but this is too dated, and honestly, there are much better movies out there that are similar. So, no, can't really recommend this movie. I'm always looking for new content and new people to talk to, so if you would like to be featured on this program, or maybe you have an idea for a movie at the bottom of the bargain bin for me to review... Shoot it over to WMAY.com slash arts and entertainment where you can contact me there. Also, on my Facebook page, Kevin Hart, WMAY reporter. you missed a segment hello hello (laughs) anybody home you can find it at wmay.com slash arts and entertainment you can hear the full show some of the clips some of the things you might not even hear on the air
2: interactive appetite searching for a website a window to the world got to get online take a spin now you're in with the techno set you're going surfing on the internet
1: thank you once again for listening in i'll see you next week wmay